Hey, welcome to The Sinner and the Saint. I'm Melissa Bell. And I'm Allison Kane. And do you know what I'm not a fan of? Oh, what? Mmm. I am not a fan of being on hold. And then it counts down. Like, ooh, you're caller number four. And then the piano music plays. And ooh, you're caller number three. Get me all excited. The hype was for real. You're next in line. You know what I was next in line for? To leave a daggone message. Oh. Girl. Oh. Yeah. You know, I'm not a fan of waiting for 20 minutes on hold and then saying you're next in line and then being hung up on. That happened to me last week. Did they talk to you or just hung up on you? No, it just disconnected. Oh. Gosh. Y'all, it wasn't pretty last week. The Mm -hmm. Lord... As he always does, um, there were multiple layers that were adding to my dysfunction and frustration (laughs) that he revealed to me, but he has the funniest sense of humor because I got up and listened to a, um, on Sunday and listened to a church service. And then I went to a church service, two different churches, um, and both of the messages were on truth and grace. <laughs> Ooh. I'm like, "Okay, God. I'm 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 hearing you." Yeah, so how are you applying that to your life today? <laughs> well, um well, as we've mentioned before, I think it's easier to give grace to other people. I think I was having a hard time extending grace to others because I was so frustrated, but I was most definitely having trouble extending grace to myself because I wasn't being as gracious to other people as I would like to be, but I was just so dang frustrated. Yeah. Sounds like you needed a glass of wine or a bottle. I needed a lot. (laughs) I've now added, now I'm up to four books that I need to go through, um, devotionals, Bible readings, and that Mm -hmm. sort of thing. So I'm on some good medicine scripture and devotions but now I'm I'm up to four books in the morning oh my gosh how long do you spend every morning (laughs) (laughs) but it's the best kind of medicine trust me right now mm -hmm. you know what was that thing you posted a while back about um goals for the day don't cuss and don't kill anyone cuss less and don't kill anyone yes those yes. are that I'm setting, you know, the bar low for myself. That's like, not low. I think that is a valiant effort in my life. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Oh gosh. But do you know what I want to say about that? What? No. Wait. Oh, it didn't go. <laughs> no. Y'all, I had the best sound effect for us. <laughs> we'll have to you can fit it in again. Okay. I'll okay. try. So today I wanted to kind of um pull in Jeremiah 38, starting kind of at the beginning where we were kind of throwing in Jeremiah and some more of his stuff. And in this portion of Jeremiah, we once again see the people getting fed up with the doom and gloom predictions from Jeremiah. Keep in mind, y'all, Jeremiah was hearing these things from God, so he was just doing what God told him to do. So if you're like just checking in, Jeremiah was a prophet of God that God was speaking to and say, hey, here's a really crappy message. Can you go tell the world? And Jeremiah just trudged on out there and told them about themselves, right? Yes, but holy cow. 
But like last week, he got to um, have a little bit of fun telling, what was his name? Hananiah. Hananiah about himself. So if you didn't (laughs) listen to that episode, you might want to go back and listen. (laughs) So Jeremiah is causing such a stir in these verses at the beginning of 38. Here's what it says. The officials told the king, please kill this man. He has got to go. He is ruining the resolve of the soldiers who are still left in the city, as well as the people themselves by spreading these words. Basically, truth. Um, This man isn't looking after the good of this people. He's trying to ruin us. Total opposite, but I'm sure it feels like it. So the king, like, totally caved in. He's like, okay, if you say so, go ahead, handle it your way. Like, you're just too much for me. Like, moving on. Sick of listening to you. What I hear is they can't handle the truth. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. That's exactly right. So they take Jeremiah and they throw him into a cistern. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. What's a cistern? Like a well. Only, the thing is, there's no water in the well. Well, at least he didn't drown. Right. But there was mud. So he's like stuck in the mud, down there in the dark, (laughs) all by himself. For how long? Like, I don't know exactly. Wasn't too long because someone intervened on his behalf with the king. And so the king finally said, fine. Because you can tell the king doesn't really have a dog in this fight. Let's kill him. Fine. Whatever. Let's save him. <laughs> fine. Whatever. Oh, like a the wishy-washy king. leader. I don't know about yeah. all that. I mean, he's like, whatever. I don't think he really cares. So, But thankfully, he didn't care so much that he wanted to leave him in the mud. Right. So he eventually comes out. But I think that there are often so many times that, one, we've talked about this before, you know, bad things do happen to good people. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes I feel, and I've been there, where it's like, okay, Lord, I've done everything you've asked me to do, you know, that is obvious to me. Right. I could totally be missing stuff. But I've done what I thought that you have called me to, and things still are not working out. And here I am, sitting in the mud. Thanks, buddy. Right. Like, what? Mm. Ever been there? You know? Yeah. You know, sometimes when you speak out, and it's not the popular truth. Mm. Uh, do you feel that these days? If it's not oh, the popular yeah. truth, that's right. You can get a little backlash. Facts. And you're gonna find yourself real alone. But the good news is, Jesus is your friend. Because if you are speaking the truth on God's behalf, He's got your back. Yeah, I think that's what was so cool about the reminders this past Sunday. The <laughs> the double reminder. We are called to share to share truth. Mm-hmm. But it's got to be seasoned with grace. Like, you really, God doesn't give us the option. He doesn't say, all right, Melissa, you go tell truth. And Allison, you're in charge of grace. Well, that actually, why not? Well, I don't know. I mean, I would <laughs> rewrite some things if I were in charge. But I'm not. Thank goodness I'm not in charge. Holy cow. Thank goodness God is in charge. Um, but God says, you have to go out with truth and grace. You can't just pick one. It's got to be both. But it didn't sound like the message that he gave Jeremiah was, like, seasoned with grace. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think, I don't think he was, like, he was just sharing some truth. I think it was grace because he's trying to save them. Right. To try to get them to repent, right? Yeah. He wasn't just, like, being all hateful and mean and you should, 
open up Je- the book of Jeremiah this week and look back at some of the things he said. Like you can see, it's kind of like reading the news. <laughs> I love last week where God said, I'm going to wipe you off the face of the earth. Boom. Boom, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to, yeah. Next week, we'll talk a little bit more kind of about that balance of God. Oh, I'm going to need that because I don't have the seasons with grace part down. In fact, <laughs> I was in a conversation yesterday and um, this particular thing was brought to a group of ours attention. And so we were all just kind of popcorning, which I'm so proud I used that word you used. <laughs> popcorning little <laughs> answers and ideas. And I literally had to say... Do you want to know what the sinner would say? <laughs> oh. And so I just... I like how you use the third person. Right, the sinner. Because <laughs> there are two parts of me. Like, the sinner would like for you to know. <laughs> and so when I got done, they were like, wow, yes, that is so true. But you got to say it nicer. And I said, never mind, I'm not going to respond. <laughs> well, right. And sometimes I get to the point in some situations and things where I'm just like, I'm over it. I'm done with grace. I've tried grace. It didn't work. Here you go. Yeah. I've said that out loud. And, um, and then sent an email. (laughs) 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 Not, please don't do, don't be like me. But so my question for you today, as you're listening out there, Are you in a situation or what situation have you ever felt as if God has kind of left you in the mud on where you, you really felt as if you were being obedient to him, you were doing what he had called you to do, but you were not receiving the effect that you thought you would at the moment. I mean, remember Jeremiah did get out. I mean, he didn't die in that cistern, right? But it can, I wonder... When he's down there, is he just like so faithful and singing hymns, singing hymns and like kumbaya? God, you've got this. Thank you so much that I'm still alive in this mud, and I know you're gonna save me. Or was he like the heck? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to. I'm the doom and gloom guy. I'm out here doing all this stuff, and here I am in the mud. Like really. Couldn't we do a little better than this? Right. So first of all, (laughs) first of all, I would just be tempted, like talking to them like, hey, come a little closer, boy. I'll pull you down here with me. We'll go at it. That's my problem. But also, maybe while in the mud, right, you're going to see the true colors Mm -hmm. of people while Mm -hmm. you're down there. Because if everything is going well and you're delivering this message from God and it is a pertinent message... Some people are sitting back to wait to see how people are going to respond to that before they decide how they're going to respond to that. Does that make so sense? So true. And so by receiving a different response that no one was expecting, you're about to see the true colors of the people in your life. Mm, I like that. It's so true. I mean, think about not everybody went and before the king and said, hey, let's this this prophet of God doesn't deserve this. Let's pull him out of the let's pull him out of the mud. Like, you know, we got there are other things that'll get him. But we don't need to do this. He doesn't deserve this. Yeah, there was only one person right that went before and maybe you know, I know it's different with like a king and all that. Maybe he was the only one who could get an audience with the king. But you get what I'm saying. Yeah, and you do have to be aware, is God calling you to be that one person that intervenes for somebody else that's catching some flack? 
Now that's what I would like to focus on. So we can get so caught up in us being in the mud, being that person, but let's flick it around. Uh-huh. You like that word flick? Flick. I was like, are we flipping it? <laughs> Flicking it? Because flick would just like go across the room, but flip. <laughs> we're going to flick it across. <laughs> um, and we're going to put ourselves in that situation of the Ethiopian who was able, who had the opportunity, took the opportunity, uh, took a risk, took a chance. Courage. And, oh my gosh. Yes. The courage and the strength and the hope and the faith to go before the king and say, hey, let me offer another option. Yeah. You know, like we don't really want to do this to a man of God. He didn't really deserve this. But standing up for someone who the rest of the country and the and the leaders obviously just wanted him dead. So he was definitely going against the grain. And I feel as if that is something really difficult to do these days. 100%. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they didn't have social media back then and 24-hour news channels. And keyboard warriors. Mm-hmm. And yeah. next-door neighbor. Uh-huh. And Facebook and blah, blah, blah. And it was bad enough, just word of mouth for them. Yeah, you know, I would wish that the Bible, like, you know, in passing, they say, oh, this guy went to the king. Tell us about that guy's life because that's yeah. the kind of courage we all want to have. So what were his daily habits? You know, like that would be amazing. Maybe we can add that to a list of things we're going to ask God when we see him. Yeah. Can you rewind back to this book in the Bible, God? <laughs> <laughs> we probably won't even care at that point, right? Yeah, it's I just going to be so awesome. But I think the character traits, certainly that man knew what was going on. Yep. He was aware of the situation, so he wasn't hiding his head in the sand. Oh, so you mean he was, like, paying attention. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is important because sometimes I feel as if I can get so fed up yeah. that I do just, like, shut myself out from, or off from all of those negative things. I may have just done that last week. It felt good for a couple of days. And it's healthy. Yeah. We shouldn't not do it. We do know, we should know, be able to know what that, read that meter in ourselves. Mm-hmm. That thermometer of, hey, I think it's time to tone it down in the social media, cut it back a little bit. Um, maybe not watch the news all the time, right? Just scroll through for five minutes and make sure. Nothing crazy's happened. Right. Hey, y'all, if there's like a hurricane or something coming our way, just let me know because I don't watch that kind of stuff. And I <laughs> also don't get the alerts because they annoy me. Oh. Gosh, those little like alerts go off in the middle of the night. I just turn it off. Well, usually that's for tornadoes. Well, I mean, like if I was meant to go, all right, God. <laughs> just say your prayers before bedtime. <laughs> just say your prayers. Um, but we have to we have to know what's going on. And I think part of that is... I'm not saying watch the news all the time. I'm just saying be in prayer, be in conversation, be in community. Mm-hmm. You know, those sorts, the healthy ways of being and paying attention to when people bring things up where you can tell their heart is heavy. And if the Lord nudges your heart to intervene in some way, even if it's just to send a card. I mean, obviously we don't, thankfully, as of today, have a lot of people thrown in cisterns. Um, that we need to save. I mean, no, I, I could think of a few, but I probably just would have like gotten some rope and gotten them out. Right. You'd like, come on, secret boy, covert, yeah. you know, Navy SEAL mission. Cause I always wanted to be a Navy SEAL. That's right. Yeah. And then I would just have a gun and I would like pave the way for you guys. Great. 
Right. See? Good thing we weren't alive back then. But then the guards probably would have gotten us. Then we would have all been in the cistern. And then what help are we then? Yeah, yeah. So thankful. And maybe he would have gone that way. But he started, that's another thing. He started and took the appropriate actions. So maybe if the king had said no, he would have gone back to the drawing board. And maybe he would have done a, you know, secret Navy SEAL mission to save Jeremiah. If the Lord was still tugging on his heart to save him. Right. But the king did the right thing. Because God had already told the king he was going to do the right thing. Because God is a God of all. So, mm. <laughs> She is on fire today, y'all. She is on fire. So, there are a few things. What else did the Ethiopian man do? I mean, like, he spoke up. Um, and it makes you wonder, like, now I want to know what happened when he got him out of the well. Was everyone around there ready to stone him? You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. Here's something that I think about, and this is going to take you to a left turn. So right turn, whatever turn you were going, we're going the opposite way. Okay. So I realized last week that, you know, we're talking about social media and I try to keep myself at a safe place from that kind of stuff just Mm -hmm. because I can get all feisty and fired up. And so I'll just scroll through and then I find myself judging somebody or their posts by something they may have previously posted, or the place where I think they're coming from, or the place for which I believe that they stand. Mm. But that doesn't mean that everything that they have to say is wrong. That doesn't mean that I can't learn something. But for me, it's just easier to go, oh yeah, I forgot, they believe that, so I don't need to listen to that, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? But really, sometimes God wants us to read something like that, get flustered by it, but then sit with Mm. it. Because there is probably some truth in some of it, right? And even if there's not truth, then there's discernment that Mm -hmm. we are practicing our discernment muscle, you know, and our patience and our grace muscle. Look at me. I didn't even know I was practicing all that. You were doing all of those things. That's why I was so tired last week. (laughs) (laughs) It is exhausting. Let's be real. It is exhausting. Some of y'all are exhausting. Do you have any idea how hard it is to keep my mouth shut? And the grace, you know, to be like Jesus, (laughs) not that we're supposed to be just like him, but to emulate, try to emulate his grace. It, it, It does. I just feel as if it gets harder and harder. And maybe every generation of women has felt this way for a different reason. Um, it just feels like it's gotten harder and harder in my lifetime with every the barrage of information and ideas and opinions that you feel are like forced upon you. Yeah, and constantly. This is a great time to remind everybody you don't have to tell everybody your opinion. So we talked about this. Are you in, saying this for me? No, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about this in previous yeah. episodes. We've had this yeah. discussion. Like, oh, well, if you don't take a stand, then you must be with them. A wise man once said, truth should always be, um, you should always tell the truth, but not all truth needs to be spoken. Uh-huh. Yes. At like, the time. It's just not everybody's business. Right. And if you're really concerned about me and want to know my truth, we would probably be on the back deck talking about it. Face-to-face is so much better. Yes. Yeah. I feel like sometimes social media can, um, and the little post and the tweets and things like that can be so passive aggressive. 
Oh, yes. <laughs> Do we even know where we landed with that? Oh. We're going to have to get back and tell you where we landed with the cowbell or the air horn. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm still a big fan of the air horn. <laughs> beginning to like it more and more myself. Oh, oh yeah. gosh. Well, this week, as you're as you're going throughout your week, we're we're just praying that you don't feel like you're stuck in the mud, um, or that you've been left behind in the mud. Um, but if you do feel that way, call out to God. He hears you. He hears your frustration. He hears your anger. He feels your insecurity. He hears you. And he's sending someone. He is with you and for you. And he's probably sending someone. And I love that. To pull you out of that pit. That someone, this might be the boldest thing they've ever done in their life. And the only way God can get them to move was to put you in a situation where you were sitting in the mud for a minute. That's exactly right. And so sometimes our muddy pits are for someone else to feel God's power work through them and see God make a difference in their life. That's right. And so if you're not feeling like you're the one in the mud, maybe you're the one who sees and senses someone else that is down in that pit right now. Yeah. And needs you need to throw out a lending rope, a hand, yeah. a prayer, a card, whatever it is to pull them out of that of that muck of the cistern. So mm-hmm. we pray and where, wherever you feel you are this week in that situation, that you go to the Lord and you find his strength and his courage and his hope and his patience and grace and pull them out. Yeah. And if somebody's wearing you out on social media, you know what I say? Friends, you just got to wear them people out too. We got our own special way over here with the sinners. <laughs> air horn (laughs) hey thanks for joining us this week on the center and the saint see you next time